Discerning Hearts presents In Search of the Still Point with Dr. Regis Martin. In Episode 8, Dr. Martin reflects on We Might as Well Dance. Among the representative figures of the pre-conciliar world, Romano Guardini, who died in 1967, was a towering theological presence, not only in scholarship, but sanctity as well. Indeed, he has since been declared a servant of God. He once wrote that, quote, in the experience of a great love, all that happens becomes an event related to that love. I've often thought about that passage, trying to tease out as many applications as possible. And of course, the number is quite endless because they all refer back to Christ, whose elasticity allows him to stretch to the very limits of the finite world. He is the great love about which Guardini writes, reaching now into everything human, so that amid the many details of his life, his death, his deposition, his descent, followed by the unforeseen glory, of his resurrection. Everything that happens becomes an immediate radiation of that glowing Christic core. Countless flames pour forth from the furnace of divine love, the very eros of God, intending to suffuse, to permeate all that is human. The impression left by Christ, therefore, is nothing short of totalizing, that is to say, inclusive of everything that is good or true or beautiful. Everything, therefore, unfolds from within the horizon set by Christ. The teaching of the Church on this is very explicit. From Gaudium et Spes, for example, we read the following. The truth is that only in the mystery of the incarnate Word does the mystery of man take on light. For Adam, the first man, was a figure of him who was to come, namely Christ the Lord. He is the final Adam, who by the revelation of the Father and his love fully reveals man to himself and makes clear his supreme calling. Now that, I think, is pretty stirring stuff. And what it means is that when you look upon Christ, who wears the countenance of the human being, Jesus, what you see is the face of both God and man, the proximity of the one, the promise of the other. Which means, as a sheer practical matter, that I come to know who I am and what God expects of me only as a result of knowing who Christ is and what he has already done for me. Here is the pivotal mystery on which everything depends, and because of which everything becomes then a baptizable anticipation of Christ. Again, the Council is very clear about this, citing the text from Tertullian who reminds us in his wonderfully expressive way how, quote, 
the shape of the slime of the earth was intended from the beginning with a view toward Christ. Let me say that once more. The shape of the slime of the earth was intended from the beginning with a view toward Christ. Because of Christ, in other words, we go from grit to glory, from nature to grace, from slime to the sublime. The poet Hopkins has made the same point in an unforgettable fragment when he declares, It is Christ who plays in ten thousand places, lovely in limbs and lovely in eyes, not his, to the Father through the features of men's faces. What a lovely image that is. Christ, then, is the Lord of the dance, who disports himself upon a human stage, not just for the delight of his Father, but for our pleasure as well, especially when we answer the invitation to join the dance. So, we might as well dance. Thanks for listening. This is Regis Martin in search of the still point. You've been listening to Dr. Regis Martin in search of the still point. For more episodes in this series, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in our free Discerning Hearts app or on many other streaming platforms. Discerning Hearts is a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to evangelization and spiritual formation through the use of new media. To learn how you can support our mission, visit discerninghearts.com.